0: up everyone this is must go faster a pop culture podcast for the people i'm your co-host ben grantlinger broadcasting from brooklyn and out in long beach california taking care of my new friend the polywog i'm robert dunfeld <laughs> nice, nice. so if you haven't guessed by now in this episode we are breaking down all things stranger things yes too. <laughs> yeah completely dedicated episode um with the season just ending or premiering this past right. weekend we're going to be uh and ended for us because we yeah, watched it, it in for us. basically 48 hours yeah um so hopefully other people too <laughs> right yeah yeah by the time we release this we think everyone will have you know that really cares about this show will have seen every episode so this is yeah. going to be a spoiler-filled spoiler filled spoiler heavy um and we were happy that you're joining us so yeah, in this if you episode, haven't watched if
1: you haven't finished it yet just you put this on the back burner Pick right. it up, you know, up. whenever you finish the the season and and enjoy.
0: Make this be your priority. Uh, yeah, kind of content. Right? <laughs> right. There's a lot of competition out here. We're not <laughs> not the only one doing Stranger Things stuff. So yeah. we're basically going to give our overall impressions of this season. Uh, some hot takes on a few characters. Hit on, you know, of course, a couple of the episodes, and then finish things off with some awards for this season. Yeah. that we're excited to dive into. Yeah, it should be fun. And uh, it's <laughs> Halloween night. I'm hopped yeah. up on Sour Patch Kids, oh, nice. and I'm ready to do this. If, if I you notice, I've a tremble a... in my voice. Yeah, I don't Sour think I've Patch had a Kids.
1: piece of candy today. I need to um, remedy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we get a trick or treater or two, um, we're, re- we're recording this at night, so uh, yeah, bear yeah, with yeah. us.
0: And I just wanted to give a quick setup of you know how we decided to kind of cram for this episode. We knew that our next pod was going to be about this Stranger Things season, and as I mentioned, it came out this past weekend. And kind of due to some scheduling conflicts, Rob and I were scrambling on when would be the best time to record this and post. We were kind of going yeah. back and forth on like, oh, do we do it early next week and then we release the following, right. you know, a few days after that. And then on Sunday afternoon, I kind of get the following urgent text from you. This was only after I would watched like three episodes. Uh-huh. You just said very bluntly, just let's record Tuesday. And this was let's like in two re- days. <laughs> let's record it. Tuesday. After, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. You and know, you a couple like, hours ago, we were I like, can yeah, it, right. you can't. Yeah. I do initially, <laughs> yeah. I initially pushed back and you, yeah, just looking at our tech. You just said, do it. You can't, yeah. <laughs> like, Yo- that's like something out of Yoda, that like Yoda right. would say. Um, and then you said cram jam. So I think cram that's jam. what we've done. <laughs> and you know, we just make sacrifices here on must go faster. Yeah. So, uh, we're trying to make this as topical as possible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's get into our impressions on stranger things two. Rob, you want to give just a little background on sure. kind of where things pick up in this season?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so we have a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of an interesting open to this season. We get uh, an introduction to a new character who we learn is uh, Eleven's sister, Eight. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she, We see her crew and her... We, I, it, I thought it was uh, robbing a bank, but apparently this is crew goes around killing people that worked at Hawkins Lab and were... Responsible for doing all these experiments on these special kids. But anyway, uh, yeah, back in Hawkins, Indiana, after that little, you know, bottle cold opening, basically picking up the story, you know, one year, almost to the day after after the end of last season. uh, You know, Will is back home. He's out of the underground. Uh, He's still Oh, I'm sorry. The upside down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good call. Had to that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, he's still having some issues. He, uh, if issues, you remember, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you he's do. Having they, they having a few issues. Yeah. They showed a few times in this season, him spitting up the little, the little worm at the yeah. end of last season. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So basically you pick up back in Hawkins a year later. Uh, the crew is back together again. We get, oh, you yeah. know, reintroduced to everybody. See what the kids are up to now. Um,
0: you know, we're still learn... mostly the same kids for the most yeah. part. They look well, obviously a bit older. Um, they right. haven't gone through as many changes as they probably will. <laughs> yeah, next season marks a next, little, season, next season might be a little dicey <laughs> right, with some
1: of this right. some of this puberty going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean uh basically well, and it seemed like they filmed this season, uh, you know, less than, or it seemed like they started filming it almost yeah, when last season came out, you know? Yeah, so it, yeah. And so there's didn't not wait. as much
0: of that huge jump. Because they knew, yeah, right. when you're shooting kids at this age, like, yeah. and you want to, like, maintain this kind of realism and this <laughs> essence of kind of who they are are physically you know yeah. they. i think you know they had that in mind and um <laughs> mike's yeah, gonna so, be like six
1: foot two next season <laughs> right yeah. just a
0: gross spurt <laughs> um so yeah that's a that's a good setup kind of just of where things are at in those first like 15 20 minutes of, of right. the premiere and you know i think overall i know we'll hit on a few of the episodes in a bit i think one of my f- biggest impressions is, like, it was so smart to release this during Halloween weekend. Oh, yeah. And, like, have, like, for example, the second episode, Trick or Treat, You Freak, or Take whatever. place on Halloween. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, on Halloween, it's, like, because it's, like, what we're all doing that weekend. And it's just yeah. so much matches that mood. And, obviously, it's not the first show or movie to come out during the time of, you know, when, like, you know, obviously there's right. Christmas movies and, summer, you know, all that stuff. But right. I just thought it was... Um, it was really smart for them to do that and just really put you in the mood. I mean, talk about uh-huh. an October mood setter oh, man. right off the bat. It, um, is this
1: show I wonder if they're gonna always put it out around this time of year? Like can they keep doing this yeah, it has year such in the story? Is it gonna own, you know, October Halloween time for the next five years or maybe they do it should. like I think Yeah, maybe it, I they think do like eighteen be. months until the season three. I don't know.
0: Yeah, the setting works so well, you it know, does. in hawkins indiana and, yeah. and with the kids i mean it's just it's just kind of perfect so yeah i would love for it to just be um you know every october uh, yeah, from and here it, on the, out
1: the first episode they said it was october 28th 1984 like the little yeah, yeah. cg on screen uh right. with the eight uh whatever sequence and then the next episode is halloween so yeah they were they were working with the uh you know the binge schedule and trying to make it very relevant
0: Totally. And it was, you know, this past Sunday, I don't know, I'm on the West Coast, I'm sure it was immaculately beautiful as it is every day there, but it was like this very gloomy, rainy day on the East Coast, (laughs) especially in New York. I said like, literally I, i'm willing to bet like 60 of brooklyn was watching Stranger things <laughs> yeah too, i know <laughs> uh during this past sunday yeah it's like it when was just dodgers like world series
1: game is on out here and nobody's in the streets it's like stranger oh, things right. night yeah, yeah
0: yeah the streets are abandoned yeah totally so yeah got a lot of uh episodes in that day i think i watched uh-huh. f- after you sent me the bat single of we're doing this tuesday <laughs> i really had to uh to cram it cram. in so yeah another like kind of just gut impression of the i mean right off the bat it it you can tell the show looks a lot more expensive, which of course makes sense given the success and the crazy budgets that Netflix has. It's not just the scope of the production, but just the way like the quality of the cameras and kind of how warm like the tones were. I'm sure you Uh got this. It was just like, yeah, the cinematography uh, took a step up for sure. Big budget. Um, you know, the score is still great, one of my yeah, favorite aspects. It just definitely. provides such an awesome sense of, like, wonder. Yeah. And it's just such a, such a trademark. It's just great to even listen to while you're well, so working much, or doing it, anything else, yeah.
1: So much great music coming, around, coming out around this time in oh, 1983, oh, 84. yeah, Thriller. when the soundtrack, too. Yeah, the yeah, music plays. Thriller makes. just come out, which was in the trailer for this season. Yeah, right just I think awesome time.
0: One of the first, yeah, music drops is... uh. Uh, whip it by Devo when they're going oh, to arcade. Oh, nice! Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: that totally arcade scene it. was great. Love
0: that. At the core for this show, I think the two. I mean, there's a lot to adore and a lot of reasons why this show is kind of this phenomenon. I would say, like, other than Game of Thrones, it's kind of it is the kind of monoculture show that we have right now where it, right. true like, you know, on Monday, like everyone, you know, all my colleagues talking about it, even like uh-huh. Strangers in the Elevator, they're like, like how many you are talking Strangers things? <laughs> yeah, yeah like it was yeah. the amount, just, um, yeah, that monoculture aspect of people, everyone watching something and feeling like you're missing out if you haven't caught up and yeah, I would fun. say it's the strongest with this show. I mean, uh-huh. of course, Game of Thrones is on another level but I would say this is at that next tier, number two, And I think at the core, why the show is what it is now is really the performances and the chemistry of the kids. Yes. And like their characterizations and how they make you, you know, really care about them or they remind you of yourselves or, Uh you know, friends growing up. And just like that total 80s nostalgia factor, which we kind of hit on. They just really nailed that. I think that it boils down to those two like key parts that are really the essence of this show. And I would say season two. It delivers on that front it really deepens the chemistry um of of the kids it brings in obviously some newer characters but also just like the core four main kids and yeah. you know their older siblings and the people from last season um they really do a nice job of kind of like deepening uh just the characterization of of them and it really sure. expands on that nostalgia i mean they really go yeah like, next level. I mean, it's no mistake that this is like a pure 80s show in, totally. in so many ways. Well, you can tell um, the Duffer yeah.
1: brothers, uh, just are film and, and pop culture lovers. And, oh, totally. you know, just like us, they, they watch everything and they draw back on things. I, I, you just sort of notice references subtle sometimes, sometimes, you know, maybe don't notice them per se, but it's sort of like subconscious, like, uh, you know, I'll bring a few up later, but, yeah, just little little hints like obviously e- thwarting. Yeah, e- E.T. is <laughs> oh, right, yeah. obviously the most uh, notable connection people make. You know, just riding the bikes around the neighborhood. Yeah, um, eleven is almost like this little alien like E T was. Um, yeah, and and you mentioned the, the casting. tone is
0: very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The the casting just home runs all over the place. Just like <sighs> you know, four for four, a triple. Three home runs.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 You're in baseball mode. I can just... Yeah, I know. All <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think this was a very, extremely satisfying season. I almost, I think, liked it just as much as season one. Yeah. And it really gave the people what they wanted. Like, I haven't heard, I saw some criticisms from some TV critics, and of course, they'll extrapolate this in a very abstract yeah. way and talk about it. I think... I really haven't seen any like fans or consumers like disappointed by this much. They're all I think have been pretty much just as excited as they yeah. were last season, which has been it's really just cool. Fun. Yeah, totally. Like, it, and it's it's, it's not know.
1: gonna. This isn't gonna like move you, uh, you know, emotionally impact you that greatly. Like you'll probably forget about it in a month or so. Um, you know, forget it does exactly have emotional
0: notes. It does. No, I'm not. I'm not
1: saying it's not emotional, but I just yeah, mean yeah. like. It's not it's not super weighty. Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of fluff, uh, you know, list. pop. It's a popcorn <laughs> right. viewing. You know, it's just yeah. fun, you enjoy yourself, you want to be in the world. You love the characters, you love the kids, the soundtrack's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, the the opening credits and the theme song are oh. like s- they just hook you and like it draws you in and the, you know, chapter one and it just I like the chapters and the titles of oh, the episodes yeah. like it just well, yeah. it's so consciously like creating, creating pop culture. Um, I don't know, creating the future <laughs> of pop culture. Like, <laughs> I yeah, mean, this yeah. this show is going to be referenced yeah. for years to come, I'm sure.
0: Totally. And I like that you mentioned the opening credits because I wanted to just—I know you—you ha- you know how I feel about the opening credits—but I just oh, wanted yeah. to uh, you love it. reinforce it's still it, honestly the, the best part of the show. I oh, yeah. never, you know, the skip intro. Oh yeah. Feature. You can't do that. I never skip intro. No hell no. I rewatch. I rewatch intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me get a rewind. And I want to live inside this intro. I mean like the type the typography, the way the red pulsate pulses off the letters. Yeah. And zooms and cross a pin and pans across them. Settle down. <laughs> the opening seconds. Yeah, I mean I'm taking off clothing yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I the opening second, like, the first couple seconds of the A, it just kind of, like, zoom. I think it's either zooming uh-huh. in or out of that. Uh-huh. It even has, like, those white specks when they show the episode title at the end. Yeah, It, it makes yeah. it look like it's shot in, like, Super 8. It's a nice touch. And, yeah. like you said, open you In know, the Upside and, Down. Right. And then having the name of the episode, zooming right. through the letters, just awesome. Another... I love... Uh, yeah, go our,
1: I love in... Uh, you mentioned the little white specks. I was going to say I love the way the the Upside Down looks... Um, mm-hmm. just like the little floating particles of uh, yeah, whatever the blue, it is blue and tones and- yeah and just it's it's great uh, cinematography and great camera work the way like even a few times in this season uh, we see like one of the little portals and a character will reach their arm through the the portal and you come back out onto the other side like in the high school or middle school and it's like you know very it's like stale lighting, and then you go back into the upside down, and it's dark and mysterious, yeah, and it's yeah. just it's just really well made, and and just puts you in puts you in the story really well.
0: Another aspect uh, that I was really impressed by, and I think they were doing this a lot in season one, um, but I think they kind of just took it to another gear is uh-huh. some of the the edits where I forget the name of this term. I should remember this. You probably know this, but where they take for example, like I think in the first episode, there's like this, the shot of like uh, this garbage can opening, and then it cuts to like popcorn popping. It's like oh, it's not yeah. like associated cutting. Or yeah, there's like, it goes from the upside down to like the headlight. It's um, like they're like indirectly visually related but different. Is it not?
1: Is it not association
0: cut? cut? or It's not technically. That. I was googling yeah. it. This is something we used to know definitely. But uh, yeah, I know. Anyway, in one they, one of they our do it.
1: Cinematic arts courses.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. And they. They did it just super well. I uh-huh. mean, they the show's kind of mastered the whole, like, cut right when things get, like, really intense. And then, like, yeah. the music builds. It kind of reminds me of, like, Lost used to do this a lot, where, uh-huh. like, the music would build and then it was cut to, like, oh, here's, like, a mundane setting of, yeah. you know, something else. But um, uh-huh. I, I really like that editing. It's just very well, creative and, like, fun to watch. Great
1: tension building in in some of the edits, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna mention this later in one of our awards, but really good uh, sequences of cross cutting and and you know maintaining action throughout sequences and things, and yeah, it's just it's a well made show.
0: Like every at every level of the production, it's it's well done. Totally, I think yeah. One other um, element I wanted to mention before kind of getting into some of these character takes is mm-hmm. the show. It does a lot of interesting things with like communication like different forms of communication and how we communicate with one another and just like bringing things back to you know i'm reminded of the scene um in this season where they're talking to will and he's doing like morris code they're trying to decipher what he's saying it reminded me of the scene from last season gate yeah Mm -hmm. where they're in that salt filled pool and like the school gym and uh joyce renona character Mm -hmm. is trying to communicate with will through 11 yeah while he's in the Upside Down, you have, there's obviously a ton of, like, walkie-talkie use. Right. Uh, you know, Hopper on his radio single to Eleven. Uh-huh. It's just kind of, I don't know, I find it, like, really cool and powerful, and I'm sure there's, like, some deeper philosophical uh, meaning with why yeah. they're doing this. Um, or there's, like, some, it's definitely, Maybe. I, I think, well or just, not, like, really deep, but there is, like, I think it is shown enough in the show that Sure. it's, uh,
1: it means something Something the
0: directors are, yeah there's something the directors are trying to get across which well in the way that have, 11
1: you know. the way 11 speaks she's like she's just yeah. like a simplified version of english um yeah, right she's I, like
0: a a little child you know right but in the body of you know a 15 year old or whatever yeah and and, and hopper's like teaching her words
1: like compromise and uh, yeah those, yeah you know yeah there's totally. yeah it's a good point i didn't I hadn't really thought about that.
0: The power of communication. I'm gonna write a yeah. eleven thousand word thesis. Well, and on that. in
1: the first season, yeah, the first season, the way that uh the lights are used by Joyce to decipher the code yeah, from Will yeah, yeah. and the way totally. he draws that little uh map of the underground tunnels in this season and uh I'm
0: gonna go out of lemon and say I was a little far fetched. Well, I wasn't yeah. fully getting how it was scary. that was all. Yo, it was scary I mean,
1: when he was drawing um, those like we're gonna feverishly get to the, sketching with crayon. That was that was scary.
0: We're gonna get to scary will in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, okay. So good. Good. I uh, let's get. I wanted to yeah have some specific points on a cup a handful of characters. Not you know we're not gonna cover every single character, and it's a huge ensemble cast. Right. But I want to kick things off with Steve Mother effing Harrington. Steve Harrington. <laughs> I want a spinoff of steve we might get that i love steve <laughs> i he is like so on the heels of his incredible redemption from season one i mean you forget right. how unlikable he was in that first season like he was the worst for like i want to say six out of those eight episodes yeah totally transforms himself he has that iconic scene and i think it's in the finale or second to last episode with the bat with the barbed yeah, the wire the negan the negan from Walking i love Dead. that bat. <laughs> they bring that back it reminded me out uh-huh. of like you know what Tarant- like a Tarantino movie or something you know yeah. I think that was like an homage to them and in this season really liked the duo like this new form friendship with Dustin kind of yeah like definitely a brotherly type it was just like that combination whenever they were on screen I was I was loving it yeah buddy um, comedy and uh, I just want to yeah shout out Steve as my <laughs> as my favorite character and I want I want to a, nice. a off immediately yeah <laughs> do you do you think
1: um, in the first season they the Duffer brothers had written him to be this hero at the end or if did they realize while shooting that he was like such a lovable character and the audience was gonna like him and they sort of rewrote his storyline i wonder about that
0: yeah yeah i don't know i could see it going either way yeah um i will say in the finale you know after he gets like just the oh get destroyed by what's that guy billy billy and then but then like i want to say like i don't know exactly how time was working in the show but like it had to have been like an hour or two later. Oh, I know. He's like leading the way through he the upside the down. Hospital. The kids, oh, like on life support. I said I mean, you would yeah. be. Yeah, I told. I told Becky, my girlfriend. Like, I was like, he's dead. Steve's dead. Yeah. You know, like it was, and now he's like. No, I liked. You know, uh,
1: I liked how they didn't even check on him right away. Right. They were like, "All right, we got the keys to the car. Let's go." I was like, "Check oh, wait, on Steve." Yeah. But what he about just got, Steve? Like, he just got hit a thousand times in the face by this monster right. Billy. Yeah. 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 No, that was funny. Um, so, okay, <laughs> oh, shout I out. I want to mention. There. Sorry, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah, about no. Billy and Steve. I just want to mention no. that uh, that high school party in one of mm. the first. I think it's the second episode. um They like what kind of high school party was that? That's that is
0: uh, was a little a ra- bit ra- over the top. Yeah, it was a rage. It's I like, like it. it's the kind of high school party you see at any movie or right. TV show that doesn't actually exist. You know, but like, they're just the way that they're... It opens up with
1: Billy taking the keg stand and everyone's like, we got a new keg king. We got a new keg king. He's like, he's got his, you know, shirt unbuttoned, his abs are all covered in beer and, and they, I, they all these people were chanting, yeah, eat it, Harrington. (laughs) (laughs) He's the new keg king now. These kids are like 16 and 17.
0: Well, I was, I was the self-proclaimed keg king in in college, so. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Taking gargoyles. Um, <laughs> speaking of, yeah, right. Speaking of, uh, was that, it was Billy without was the crazy psychotic one? Yeah, brother? Billy. Yeah, he reminded me of like, leo from twin peaks season one oh just yeah. this, like force of nature that was just terrifying every time he was on screen and just like the worst person but uh-huh. um i you know <laughs> speaking of him though i thought his his sister max that they introduce
1: oh mad max yeah yeah
0: i don't know i felt overall she was like a little unnecessary like didn't mm. bring too much to the table and mm. i guess they had to add someone to, to the main group, group the to the main
1: crew yeah.
0: Right. But, um, and I'm sure they'll probably flesh her out more in the next season. Um, yeah. you know, with the background of her parents and this upbringing, and right. they actually shed light on why her older brother is such a terrible person because the dad <laughs> seems like even worse.
1: Yeah. Actress's name is, uh, Sadie Sink. I thought she had a, she was a good actress and, your, yeah, you know, gave a good performance and everything. But yeah, I can see what you mean about, didn't really add that much. Maybe, you know, love interest for Lucas.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you had to throw a, <laughs> redhead in the mix i guess yeah i loved
1: <laughs> lucas's family by the way we're introduced to them in this season and the, uh his little sister Oh yeah sister. Little sister. yeah, yeah, yeah. so really funny good. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally she's like code red code
0: red <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we'll be seeing i thought i saw something that she's gonna have like a bigger role in then in the next season oh nice yeah i liked her also of course hopper the detective i mean how can you not like him and i really liked how they really went deeper into this relationship he had with Eleven. Yeah. It's obvious these father-daughter parallels. It's oh, yeah. kind of the scenes in the first couple of episodes of them in that remote cabin were uh-huh. really well done. Yeah. I just really enjoyed kind of how they fleshed out their relationship more.
1: Yeah, those were some of my favorite scenes throughout the whole mm-hmm. season, definitely. Right. David and then, Harbour. Um, David Harbor's the actor's name. He's uh, definitely one of the best performances in both seasons.
0: Totally. Winona Ryder is oh, yeah. Joyce Byers. I think we differ. I think we when we did a test pod a year ago when we were trying to figure out how to do podcasts, um, we talked about season one of Stranger Things, and Uh I expressed some of my dis... This is what I'll say about her. It's... Well, I don't want to go disdain. I would say, like... In the opening seconds of her in this second season, she was already like exhausting, crying. exhausting to watch. <laughs> I was like, I, I felt like I went to the gym after watching. You know, it, well, was it must just, be like, exhausting
1: this... for her to shoot this show because she's yeah, constantly energy. like trembling or crying right. or screaming or like you know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, her maternal instincts are are strong, but uh, totally. yeah, she's
0: having a tough time. Is there a single moment? in this show's history where she isn't in complete like distress
1: um like where uh, i know when <laughs> when we get you know when her boy comes through and uh you know sneaks off into the back our boy
0: oh our boy bob <laughs> that is a great segue rob easy peasy yes r.i.p. Bob. r.i.p. bob newbie superhero i wanted to really yeah i i was saving uh bob easy peasy for last um so this is joyce's boyfriend yeah played by sean astin i knew he looked familiar i didn't realize this until like the end of the season i was like oh samwise Gamgee. yeah right from lord of the rings and and he played rudy rudy of course you know when i was watching this character unfold throughout the first seven episodes i was like this guy's too good to be true and that turns (laughs) out to be true because i know he's He's mutilated, and I think it's episode seven by the Dima um, dogs or Dima dogs, the du- yeah, yeah. The, coined the, the, by Dustin, and um, I it, this ups, this upset me. I mean, really, like the yeah. was like the only difference between Bob and Barb <laughs> from last season was like Bob was in eight episodes or whatever. Well, seven, yeah, you know, Bob, like,
1: Bob definitely had a more you know fulfilling yeah. role and and totally. meant more to the story, but yeah, pretty right, similar. Right. You can definitely draw
0: some parallels there, like that final shot of him being eaten. By the oh man, of brutal! Demon. Like, not so necessarily. I wasn't, yeah. you know. Yeah, just come on. I, I yeah. we get it. He's gone, but like, <laughs> we don't. He's so he was so likable. Yeah. Uh, in I don't know, just throughout the season. And I guess you know, it was it was kind of the only death, really. Yeah. Like, come to think of it, of like one of the main, you know, main to supporting characters. I know.
1: I was kind of thinking the whole time I was waiting for another death i guess after that one i was like okay maybe that that might be the only death but i kind of half expected a slightly more main character to die but you know i mean it's good that nobody did but yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it was i guess really the one main main death
0: yeah all right, so do you want to get into some of these uh Yeah, I think these we awards? should. I think yeah, we should. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, yeah, we came up with a couple different categories that we think fit this show well, and we're just going to kind of run through who we thought won each and a few nominations, and yeah. uh, let's get started with the best performance from Stranger Things 2. Rob, who is your your winner, or if you want to start with nominations and then go to your winner, or who, who would you um, say?
1: Yeah, sure. So, I guess my my shout out uh nomination mm-hmm. for this one is david harbor as hopper mm-hmm. uh i already s- sort of said it so i won't repeat myself but yeah i just love the the scenes uh with him and and eleven um he just brings a level of uh i don't know maturity to <laughs> to this some of the scenes <laughs> with the kids and yeah uh, yeah a lot he got a lot of solo action like going through the tunnels by himself this season and yeah he was he was really good but my winner for best performance is Will Byers aka oh. the smoke monster uh, <laughs> um he's great he's, minds he's, think alike oh nice yeah <laughs> so we haven't uh, just for people out there we haven't uh, discussed these so i'm sure we're going to have some uh, some repeats here, but yeah, we can just maybe talk about will together then. But yeah. Uh, actor's name is Noah Schnapp or Schnapp or something. Schnapps. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> uh, he, I don't know. He, he had a lot to do in this season. He was, yeah. uh, you know, and last season, I, I said halfway through this season, this is really the will Byers show. Like he <laughs> is, he's the main character. He is you stranger know? things. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: He is, like, the catalyst for, like, him and Eleven, you know, are, are kind of, yeah, the two right. most central characters that the plot right. kind of dr- drives through. Uh-huh. And it's, like, they put his body through the grinder. Oh, man. It's like a, I mean. But he's great. I mean, he sells everything. Oh, yeah. It's such a physical performance and, like, yeah. just so hard to pull off at that age. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was I mean, in just several different scenes and episodes. Yeah. I mean, they when put him gets- in all different kinds of, uh, in- you know all these terrible <laughs> tough scenes, terrible yeah. scenarios yeah right totally, when, when uh, the
1: uh, the smoke monster or the the mind flayer uh mm-hmm. in, infests him or goes in his nostrils or whatever that oh yeah that was yeah. a really intense scene before that he had some intense scenes where he was you know in that dream world of the upside down and mm-hmm. really sold it um there's that scene where he's uh uh, sort of on the ground, like spazzing or seizing oh, out when when they're yeah, burning, yeah. you know, he's like, it hurts everywhere right. and in the hospital, yep, uh, yep. you know, like sweaty and cold. And then and the way he uh, like speaks through the mind of the smoke monster a couple times, he's like, no, he likes it cold or he made <laughs> me do it. Like those lines were delivered really well and super I haunting. Am. And uh, yeah, he just sold everything.
0: Totally. Completely agree. I would say, since we have both have the same winner, I would say, yeah, nomination, definitely Millie Bobby Brown is 11. I think this is sure. such a complex and layered performance, especially for someone at that age. I could see her, you know, winning an Oscar someday if she, you know, doesn't get super into, like, heroin. You know, it's like these young kids <laughs> yeah. do or something. Hopefully <laughs> things work out for her. Um, yeah. My other nomination is... Uh, to Nancy for trying to pretend like she really gave a crap about Barb. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't and buying shout it out totally. to her
1: being drunk at that party.
0: That was actually really good. That was yeah. a really accurate portrayal of being totally. very drunk. Yeah. But I would High say um, I wasn't really buying, I guess it wasn't a great one because I just wasn't really buying her being that upset about Barb. I don't know. I think it yeah. was something given like just the internet response <laughs> I know. in between seasons the, and we the got writers closure had we had to get some it, closure right. for barb with that funeral shot at the end right right for yeah sure, for sure um all right let's move on to best supporting performance Kay. and my okay my well one of my the nominations that i want to shout out he's only in maybe two to three scenes but mm-hmm. i enjoyed every second of it is the arcade owner oh oh yeah the the cheese constantly eating eating cheetos yeah (laughs) Yeah, terrible posture yeah right terrible posture the way the mouth was agape it was just that's good i i wish there was more of him and um i just liked that addition even though his screen time was probably like 90 seconds in the whole yeah (laughs) nine episodes (laughs) that's Um, a good one but my winner is again i and we've talked about him but is sean astin is bob oh yeah for just being so likable you know he funded the damn av club rob Right. And he he did. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Just like really. I don't know. It just seemed very like an authentic, genuine performance that Uh you're really rooting for. And I thought of out of all the new side characters that were introduced, he was the one that I that resonated with me the most. So he's he's my winner for supporting performance.
1: Well, I love it. And I totally agree with you. Uh, he was also my <laughs> right. best supporting performance I think,
0: uh, I think we had all the same winners for no we'll probably we'll I'm sure we'll have I think our the next category no will have something I,
1: like I doubt we will we have some yeah, yeah, some different right. ones <laughs> here but yeah, yeah I yeah. mean just such an epic death uh you know he saves everybody <laughs> with yeah, yeah you know going through and turning the power back on he had the questionable advice to will about his dream like just just turn around and tell it to go away or whatever. It's like, right. that didn't exactly work out, but yeah, yeah. you know, I love, I love a techie. I love a tech guy. He works at radio shack. Um, he figures out the map. Just a
0: great guy. Uh, he has a really good dad joke as a vampire when he's oh, like, I hope I it hope doesn't it, suck.
1: I hope <laughs> it does not suck. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: great. Yeah. yeah. me slapping my knee. Uh, my um, shout
1: outs for that category were, uh, Paul Riser, um, who's a new character we haven't mentioned yet. Um, You know, a good performance. He plays the new, uh, I don't know, doctor, psychologist, whatever, Mm -hmm. at at the Hawkins Lab. Um, Yeah, yeah, just had some good scenes. And he's just a, you know, very recognizable face and sort of a warm character, even though he was, you couldn't tell if he was a good guy or bad guy at first. Uh, It turns out he's, you know, seemed like a pretty good guy. And yeah, good performance. He had that, that bouncy ball that he was constantly squeezing you know, mm-hmm. raise the tension is nice yeah. uh, nice effect there. Um totally. do you wanna do you wanna present yeah, let's uh, go to- the last or not last, excuse me, the next category.
0: Yeah, so um we wanted to do a best eighties reference. As yeah. we mentioned, this show oozes eighties. Yeah, it does. In every way it can. And so we wanted to do an award dedicated to that. So um I'm just gonna go straight with my winner. Yeah. And it's pretty subtle. I think it's something you really appreciated. But it's in the second episode when they're dressed up as Ghostbusters uh-huh. and they're arguing over who gets to be Vankman Yes. Bill yes. Murray's character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great I just one. really appreciate that they got that deep. Yeah. I respect it. It captures the passion for vankman at uh-huh. that time, who was, of course, played by Bill Murray. Uh-huh. 1984 classic Ghostbusters. Yeah. This takes place in that year, right when it came out. This was like peak Bill Murray. <laughs> and it is just love that they went like there can't be more than one bank. Right. You know, more than right. one bank. Something strange in a neighborhood. Who you gonna call
1: Ghostbusters?
0: I would say I actually don't have I mean to go like through the nominations. I mean every episode no, had you know that's okay. fifty, but uh, that is my my favorite. 80s no, that's a great one. Season, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and yeah. I liked uh, when Mister Clark, the the new AV Club and their science teacher, um, when he's like, "Do those do those doors function on on uh, Dustin's little ghost trap thing that he catches D'Artagnan in?" Oh, you yeah, remember yeah. that? He's like, "Do those doors function?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clearly an AV Club <laughs> uh, leader. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. Um, so my best eighties reference is gonna be the usage of Time After Time by Cindy Lauper at the nineteen eighty-four Hawkins Middle Snowball
0: Dance. Love me some Cindy Lauper.
1: Yeah, this, this album was released at the end of 1983, so it you know it it made sense that it would be playing. They played basically the whole song and it was the slow dance and, uh, you know, everybody matches up and dances. they had a few kisses going on. Um, so, yeah, just love that song. Uh, such an 80s reference just puts you back. Or, I mean, I wasn't alive yet, but puts you in that time and place. And, yeah, just a yeah. great usage of an 80s Yeah, uh, and perfect for song. like, yeah,
0: one of the I think they go into every breath uh, you take. Right, yeah, which is, I think, technically the the final song, but this is like a good, you know, um, second to last uh, penultimate song for this. Yeah, every breath you take,
1: it fades out and the school flips over into the uh, the upside down. That was a nice touch.
0: So, Wanna Talk, that's a nice segue into our scariest moment. So, obviously, this is a show that has a lot of horror. You know, it's a blend of a lot of different genres, and horror is definitely one of them. This, I had a couple of nominations, and I think a few that we've touched on a little bit already. Okay. Um, you know, I think it's the end of episode three. What's going like, on? Like, it's disturbing, basically. I, I forget exactly. It's not one of the Demogorgs, but it's like. Demogorgons. like it, Yeah, like entering. Yeah, like the vines are entering like every orifice of Will's body oh, after yeah. trying to like pull him away. Uh-huh. I remember being disturbed. Wait, by Will's, in Will's body, or is it a Will's body, or is or it uh, Mike's? Mike's
1: in the tunnel it, at the end.
0: In episode three.
1: Oh, episode three.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had okay. this down in my notes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. This was a blitz of a binge so I don't <laughs> right. maybe my, maybe yeah. some of my facts are off but I I had this down I'll have to go back and rewatch it but um also what you said and you mentioned this what they do to Will in the finale like this exorcism oh, of him yeah. with just his body and his neck and yeah. like, chained down him like strangling his mother in the you know the fire being ratcheted up the sweat everything uh-huh. which is like very intense and disturbing and was it was an exorcism essentially yeah, so yeah uh, for sure I know. And I was then, I was calling it the exorcism of Will Byers. Totally. Um, one other nomination. Uh, Will's haircut. Uh, oh, okay. Disturbing. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> the bull. The bull cut is so bull. Hey, don't hate on Bull cut. Yeah. I know. I mean, it is like we all had a bowl cut. at Will Oh yeah, one I had that lives, till like '98. <laughs> <like, laughs> right. It is a uh, quite a helmet. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> out of all those, and I guess these all have to do with Will, but. The scariest moment for me was that final shot of episode five where Will is on the ground. Oh, yeah. Shazing. Shaking. Yeah. When they're burnt. Yeah. And you re- and that's when you first, I think, fully realize how connected he is to right. what all this is, like, physically. Uh-huh. And that's scary in itself. On the ground, shaking itself. his, yeah, his mouth, like, on the floor. I remember, like, yeah. the lighting. It got, like, super bright with these white lights. Mm-hmm. It was, like, shooting, like, vertically, like, right on top of him and then, like, panning up into the sky. And it was just, like, it really took you off guard i think it, like it was like a a moment where like oh yeah this is like a horror show at times definitely yeah you know? that was and, my and so, that's fine nice
1: sorry to cut you off there that was my honorable mention the uh this mm. will seizing out thing but uh i have to go for scariest moment with the the Demodog invasion of hawkins lab um just uh you know really great action scene here and uh you know they are it's pretty brutal they just kill and slash like i don't know 100 employees of the lab and just kill everybody um they're kind of like this uh supernatural force that you don't know how to defeat so that's scary um and i wanted to point out how similar this sequence was to the sequence in jurassic park the original Mm. when uh when they have to turn the, the power back on in the breaker room, there were like shots yeah. and, and the way it was yeah. cut and, and shot would just, it was almost, uh, you know, just a, a straight up copy. I mean, I'm sure it was an homage, but um, you know, I was just waiting for Bob to turn around and say, clever girl, you know? Um, right. right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that, that scene was just really intense and scary. Um, and we already talked about Bob's ultimate demise. Totally shouldn't have let that shouldn't have let that broomstick fall out of the closet.
0: Right, right. About <laughs> twice, Bob. It's your um, fault, Bob. So, right, yeah. so, um, but yeah, let's go from scariest to funniest moment. Yeah. Um, so again, yeah, this show has a ton of humor as well, and and you know every episode has you know several. Several nice uh, moments of, yeah. of comedy and humor. And I think a lot of my nominations involve Dustin. Okay. Um, especially in in the finale, uh, what he does with his hair before the dance. Oh, that's the, so the, good. The, yeah. the Steve hair yeah. with the Farrah Fawcett spray. It's been like an hour. And just kind yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, of his attitude. Yeah. I got to chuckle out of. Um, also, this is very subtle, but I loved in the, th- the second episode when they're trick or treating. Uh-huh. Justin goes on like a a top five rant on nougat. Oh yeah, top five five nougat, Nougat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just general, uh, you know, and I I just really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, And uh, and also, this isn't you know funny in the most direct way, but I thought it was quite hilarious that they try to convince us that Billy's or Max, Max's older brother, Billy. Uh, was in high school because that dude is thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah, he's supposed to be sixteen
1: or whatever. If that guy's but, in high uh, school, I'm I'm like 100. 90, yeah, I'm in a hundred. <laughs> yeah, coffin. Right, yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> Nice. But
0: my my funniest moment was uh, I don't know if there's a character you mentioned before, but when Nancy and Jonathan go and visit him and they hook up. Oh yeah. And it's like the moments after. The private detective. I don't even remember. Yeah, I guess private detective. I was like, I don't even remember the point of them visiting him. Yeah. Like, and but I remember there were it's just a lot of really, really <laughs> good, yeah. I think it was just mainly a an excuse to have them hook up. I know. I for, think it was like, all the humor to afterwards and yeah. all
1: to satisfy the Barb storyline just to fulfill that.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Well, I, I guess maybe internet zealots off their back.
1: Yeah. Maybe the third season will open with like all the news outlets receiving those tapes, and I know they they briefly they showed like one shot of news coverage of Hawkins, but maybe uh maybe we'll get a little more of that this start of season 3 that's got to mean so, something
0: yeah yeah for sure what's your uh what's your funniest moment of this season all right
1: this this is it could have been my favorite scene but i'm going to go with <laughs> it as the funniest but it's uh when karen wheeler in the last episode um was taking a bath and we hadn't we didn't see oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't see a lot of uh, her actress's name is cara Bu- buono we didn't see a lot of her this season but i really like her um and she's taking a bath she's drinking some white wine i think there was ice in the glass she's reading a romantic novel and then uh billy comes to the door and you know rings the doorbell a thousand times and then we see ted Ted Wheeler oh, yeah. just passed out. The most He's a such- useless man oh, in television. Man. The biggest zero. <laughs> I <love> him, though. <laughs> yeah, I think uh Dustin like cusses him out earlier in the season, which was he just, funny. He just takes it. Oh yeah. He <laughs> just yeah, he just takes it and moves Lies on. Down. But yeah, when when Billy when she comes down in her bathrobe, Billy's standing there. And there's like smooth jazz on and, oh, yeah. and of course Billy's shirt Soon-tox is undone right. and he's like, <laughs> right. he's got these like rippling abs and pecs and, uh, and yeah. just the romantic, the, the sexual tension is immediate. And it's just, I was, I was just laughing my ass off during this <laughs> entire scene. I just loved nice, it. Up. And I, yeah, I was, yeah. I was hoping they would just, uh, you know, make it official real quick, you know, on the couch next to Ted or something.
0: <laughs> oh, oh man you're you're hoping for. Something i thought it was gonna thing. happen i thought they were gonna yeah, yeah. i thought they were gonna yeah and i you know. know i thought i thought possibly too but yeah. yeah that is that was a very funny scene that was great i loved um, it so do you want to get into our last award which yeah, is our favorite, favorite scene. scene yeah change your things too um i would say one nomination i had in mind um was and this is kind of yeah like a subtle, subtle scene that could have been maybe overlooked but i really enjoyed is when Eleven experiences music for the first time. Oh, yeah. The record that Hopper plays. Jim Croce. Up down got his hustlers. The Bowery got his
1: bums. 42nd Street got Big Jim Walker. He a bull shooting son of a gun. Yeah, he big and dumb as a man can't come.
0: By the way, that record would have skipped. Oh, no yeah. record, yeah. I remember saying, "Yeah, there's no way." Not I'm historically accurate, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but such uh, a vinyl head now. It was a cool right, and that it just was a really cool moment. And yeah, like we were saying earlier, just all the kind of uh, fatherly yeah. upbringing of her with Hopper. And I love I love Hopper's and and things, Hopper's little
1: ditty, his little dance he does as soon as the music starts. That was great. Oh yeah, yeah. they do their little cleaning montage.
0: Right, right. But my my favorite scene was the final scene of episode six the spy okay i just love the way it builds and the way it's executed it was so cinematic and when they realize the demon dogs are like heading towards the lab oh yeah and there's the shots of the crew being taken out you know what it really reminded me of aliens the Alien oh yeah sequel. yeah in a lot of ways and especially in the in the finale as well there are moments in that lab just kind of like not just the action and the fact that there's all these demagogues, which is like pulled from like aliens uh-huh. and they're all attacking these people in yeah, a stealth on the way and we don't uh-huh. know where they're coming from and they're tracking them on radars and things like that. But yeah, just like some of the lighting and just That like was a clever girl
1: moment when the, yeah, the one yeah. demagogue you know, comes up from the side. Yeah, totally. Right, right. Another and I just love like park.
0: Will's like last line in that scene where he's like, uh, what's he say? Is like, it's the spy. Or like, No, he, he said he, he just, made like, me a- do it right oh yeah yeah and in just the final shot of the hand going like climbing up onto the uh you know reaching like surface level earth yeah from outside the upside down yeah i just thought it was all aw- and it was just like i have to watch this next one uh-huh. um i think i i texted you an expletive after that it was uh after i watched this episode from the spy which is my favorite episode of the season nice but, uh, yeah that was that a is great my episode. that is my favorite scene that's but, definitely uh, a good choice what about you
1: um. All right. So we've kind of talked about this already, but I'll just do it quickly. Um, chapter nine, the gate. Last episode. Uh, the last before you know the the ultimate uh snowball conclusion when the cross cutting is going on between all of all of the action happening with all of our main characters. We have uh the crew. You know the main crew of of uh kids set the fire to the graveyard like the the center of the tunnels and that launches uh you know wills exorcism they're like they're they're heating him out or sweating out the monster and then all of a sudden when the fire starts it it starts to come out of him and that's just really intense uh and then you know the boys are trying to leave the tunnels mike gets caught and he's being buried by the snake vines uh, Eleven and Hopper are descending the elevator shaft uh, mm-hmm. and we see the the massive gate and it's just the cross-cutting yeah, a lot, action a lot going on there yeah, yeah just great was epic for sure. yeah great filmmaking great tension building um, you know ultimately everybody everything works out you know Eleven's able to close the gate the crew escapes uh, Dustin we see the ultimate uh, the the demise of Dart, um, but he does get a, he does get a nice chunk of nougat on the way out, gets his last uh, Three Musketeers bar, but yeah, that, that's my favorite, just the, I know it's not one exact moment, but just the, the tension building and the cross cutting between the, the action at yeah, the yeah. end, it was just awesome.
0: totally. Totally um awesome awesome yeah so those were our awards and i think um just uh, to kind of wrap things up sh- uh, uh, just real quick or, uh, uh, well, i just yeah, wanted I mean, to yeah, mention
1: yeah, yeah. sorry uh, i didn't i wanted to mention that before. we didn't even touch on the bottle episode episode seven uh, i know i Lost know sister um yeah Which I, I, just,
0: I, I did like a lot yeah it was, i, I, I mean, liked it
1: too they had to expand the world um you know maybe yeah. we'll see now we know there's an eight, you know, I assume there's a one, a two, a three, a four, you know, that, that introduces yeah, yeah. a whole new, uh, wrinkle of possibilities. And, uh, I also wanted to shout out the character with the Mohawk Axel least, yeah, least like a three foot. <laughs> flip, oh, least favorite character. If, if we had another, uh, worst performance or least favorite character, I'd give it to Axel. Yeah. And you enjoyed uh,
0: Billy, Billy more than, him. oh, uh, Billy, uh, <laughs> like Billy. About. <laughs> yeah. yeah the lost sister episode seven i think at first i was a little disappointed when i realized it was a bottle episode because uh. it, it's the episode right after the spy right. which has so much momentum going into it so it kind of just like puts things on hold but it kind of made sense when it kind of like to do to slate that in at that you know point in the season mm-hmm. and then you know finish things off with you know after episode 7 8 and 9 are back into the you know the right. main action I know thing. I was the like let's get back to hawkins get
1: back into the real stuff. right right, right.
0: <laughs> totally totally but that was it was interesting it kind of reminded me of of again kind of like a lost episode yeah uh where it's just kind of like telling this whole new yeah and this whole new like background on the story that you, yeah. you know and going into a new city so i appreciated it but um you know kind of looking ahead obviously they're going to do a third season mm-hmm. and the duffer brothers how they kind of explain that final shot that you mentioned of the mm-hmm. upside down where they said, you know, they shut the door on the mind flare, but not only is it still there in the upside down, which we see, it's very much aware of the kids and particularly Eleven, you know, it's not encountered her or her powers until that final episode. Now uh, it knows that she's oh, out there. It's and festering. And to end on, yeah, a bit of a more ominous note on that nice. level. And yeah. I thought it was interesting. They also said like, they recognized they had a ton of cliffhangers in the last season, and they yeah. didn't really want to do that again. So they wanted to really wrap things up as much as they oh, could. Oh yeah, they tied and they tied everything
1: into a totally. pretty little Totally, and that yeah I, gives it a very it's satisfying fine. Feel. It's that kind of show. Like,
0: totally, and I think um, you know, they wanted to start season three on a very clean slate. What they said, yeah. so it kind of just opens up like just so much potential for the third season. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, when that's released, uh, I guess a year from today, we'll do we'll be doing this again. <laughs> yeah. And I, I kind of wish you know. Part of me kind of wished. I mean, this binge model we're so used to it now, and there's obviously these benefits. But I feel like this could have done really well, like on a week to week basis. There was enough it would meat in oh, each man. episode, and it would have been really fun to watch it together, yeah. you know, week by week with everyone. If this was on HBO or FX or you know whatever, yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, no, like that's a good point. It would thoughts,
1: be, yeah. oh man, it would be a, an amazing water cooler show and just talking to your friends about it every week. And yeah, I mean, it's too now bad, it's but it's also, like, it's also kind was of cool sad to when watch it was this over. nine
0: hour movie across a weekend. You know, it's, it's kind of fun. There's like a part of me that was like, oh, I wish I kind of spaced it out. But then I was like, well, nah. no, I, I would have been too, I would have been too anxious to finish Yeah, it, Like, I got to yeah. know what's going on. What are these other people talking about? Like, so you can't have it both ways. And, um, Anyway, do you want to wrap things up here? Uh, I think I
1: I hit on everything. Right, right, yeah. I loved it, it was fun uh yeah 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 definitely. I'll definitely watch season three you know yeah we'll, we'll see for season 3 <laughs> Let's get that so, going did they uh did you did you automatically uh or did when you finished episode nine did your netflix automatically go into um the after the, show the post show uh yeah i didn't it watch any of beyond that. Stranger, stranger things, things. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was just sitting there and it came on and and we watched um me and my girlfriend natalie we watched uh i i don't know 20 minutes of the first episode of it and it was like interviews with mike and 11 and and the duffer brothers it was kind of interesting but i'm definitely not going to watch all of them i think there are like seven episodes of it it's a little
0: a <laughs> oh, little yeah. over the top but i'm a little stranger thing to that, that yeah out right yeah now. take a break but uh right right totally so um that's it for this episode of Must Go Faster. Thanks so much, as always, for listening. Just a reminder to please spread the word any way you can. Um, you know, we put a lot of time and effort producing, you know, everything with this podcast we just do with the two of us. So yeah. um, any way that anyone can spread the word to someone who likes, you know, music, movies, TV, pop culture, yeah. and wants some free content on their commute, um, feel free to let them <laughs> know about it. Yeah, definitely. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I yeah. so, agree uh, with Ben on that
1: and... Uh... Check out MustGoFasterPod.com for all previous episodes. I think everyone knows that by now, but yeah, really appreciate it. Um, Wanted to end with a quote here. Yes. In the words of David Harbour as Hopper, speaking to Eleven, let me get this straight. A nice man in a big truck drove you to your mama's?